actually we see a lot of dysfunctional relationships happening uh, within our communities, within our families, right? In our church, you see a lot of people who are involved in many, many things, but they are actually mm. being very inauthentic. Like we're talking about, their, it's a persona that they're putting up, right? Like you said, if people start thinking of you, mm. like, you know, the more you get known, let's say for being somebody in ministry or leader, it's like you 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 yeah. you feel you have to remain on that pedestal that people put you up mm-hmm. on, you know, and it becomes very burdensome. It becomes very scary, but you know, and nobody can keep that up. And if we don't take care of yeah. ourselves, we don't step off that pedestal, you know, pedestal and be human. Uh, I think God in His mercy at some point will let us something will let something knock us off it, like, and it'll be very painful, <laughs> you know, when that happens, right? But. A lot is at stake. Um, I feel that we cannot just pay lip service to the gospel and talk about justice and compassion if we cannot practice justice in our relationships with one another. And one way of it would be, is it just to load and overload someone who doesn't even have the capacity to make sure that their relationship, their most important relationships to themselves, their marriage or their family or their struggles at work which for a layperson, that's a huge part of our witness, our, jo- our jobs in, our, in the secular space. If, if people cannot turn up and be present there and witness in their families and in their work, is it just for us to just take them and use them for church? I know I'm using very strong words. I have very strong feelings mm-hmm. about this because I went through it myself. I will say I was a perpetrator myself. I mean, I was both a victim and a perpetrator. It's part of what I thought, what I believed. And I definitely used people to achieve ends for the church. Mm. And I thought it was legit. I thought it was okay because this is for mission. You know? And then I and then one day it clicked because I also have heard mm. and you know read some parts of let's say, you know, JP2 yeah. um talking about right theology body. And it says that the only appropriate end for a human being yeah. is love, is to be loved yes. as an end in and of him or herself and not to be used. Yes. And I was thinking, here I am using mm. people. Here I am allowing myself to be used as an end. Why? Mm. I'm actually not obeying God. You know? So that, I realize that too is part of uh, what, you know, we're talking about emotionally yeah. healthy spirituality Learning to yeah, love. That's that's really and not use. I think that's a very important reminder, I think, for a lot of us. I think because like there is that aspect of use, I think, in both both in both ways, uh, using other people, because you know that they're very talented, they've got lots of things to contribute, and then you basically just like give them more things to do, or you also take on more things because you say, and I can really relate to what you're saying, oh you know, father told me this, you know, or someone told me that I should do this thing, and then you just feel like, oh, I, I need to do it, you know, because, you know, greater glory and I'm, I'm going to glorify God, you know, I want to go all the way and things like that. But then, as you were saying, we're not being good stewards, uh, right? We're not stewarding, you know, I guess we're not taking ownership, right? Because you always think, mm-hmm. oh, it's an external, you know, person, you know, who's deciding how I'm going to go about doing this and, you know, my extent of service. And I also do really relate to the, the point where you were saying that sometimes you feel mm-hmm. like you have to continue to push forward, like, you know, create, to, to have this, you know, it's facade actually because we are being inauthentic, right? When we are not acknowledging our our, our weakness, right? And our, and our humanity. Mm-hmm. 
Because you're not, you're just a robot. Right? You're a robot creating content. You're a robot putting out, you know, one post after another post and people ask you like, yeah. how do you manage to get another reel out? You know, people don't even have time to like, you know, like breathe or eat lunch, right? And you've got another reel out. And that, that can't be coming from you, right? I mean, that can't, be, that, that can't be coming from a good place, right? Because, you know, one person, you know, can't be doing all of these things, right? Or one person, you know, even a group of people can't be doing everything at one time. So I think it's really about, I think, understanding our boundaries, you know, our limits. And I think that that also helps us to, to start on this like journey of actually practicing like emotionally healthy spirituality. So maybe we can talk about uh, a little bit about how we can do that. So I think uh, one thing I really got from our conversation is the idea of boundaries. <laughs> because I think boundaries are nowadays very porous. Huh? Sometimes you don't know, like, you know, uh, how mm. much should I do, you know, or should I keep pushing myself, you know, should I keep giving of myself? Like, where is the, you know, where, how do I create these boundaries, especially in the context of maybe some of us, for example, myself, I find it very hard to create the boundary because I feel like, oh, you know, I'm going to, you know, people are going to be unhappy with me, right? right? Or they're going mm. to be disappointed in me, right? Oh, I didn't fulfill certain obligations or I didn't live up to expectations, right? And then you feel very like guilty. No, no, no. After that, there's this, oh, you know, this negative mm. uh, emotional turmoil that's going inside. And then, the best part is that you still continue to portray to other people that you're perfectly fine. But then inside, right, you're like, well, it's like an, it's a chaos, right? There's a lot mm-hmm. of chaos. And you're trying to find some sort of like outlet. But then obviously it comes out in like not very good mm-hmm. ways. Uh, because you start to be, you know, you lose your patience. And you also yourself start to like question, like, is mm-hmm. this really me? And that's why we're not integrated really, right? Because if you start to doubt whether this is me, like why am I behaving like that, right? Or why am I doing these things? You know, this is not really me then I think we, we start to question that. So I think for me, maybe my mm. idea of how I can practice it is to mm. be more gentle, I think with myself, with others, right? And to just like kind of like acknowledge that there is going to be a little bit of this, you know? Um, this, this, we need to be okay with weakness, like, you know? We have to be okay with like, you know, not just hitting all these things, or, you know, or, or being this, this sort of like preconceived idea of whether, you know, uh, whether we're Christian, you know, or Catholic, or wh- whatever, like, the person that we are we are meant to be, right? So I think for me, it's like, just trying to articulate, trying to be more comfortable, I think with like, ass- I don't know whether you use the word asserting, it's a good way, <laughs> assert your body, like, I feel like I read this before, so you know, you assert your body, but maybe more of like, creating them, identifying them, right, and seeing, you know, like, how we can introduce them, like, I think, you know, in- into various situations. For me, like, that, that's how I see it, but maybe you can share it, so like, mm. and, like, how do you like think we can start to practice? Because I feel that it's a beginning process for some of us that we really don't even know how to like, you know, get mm. moving right in terms of this like area. Yeah. 